Yes, and we're back here at the Lazy Eye. This is uh, No Boundaries. Uh, yet another Saturday um, morning, as we call it here, No Boundaries. It's um, we was recording on Saturdays. It's 2 p.m. in gloomy fucking Berlin. And this episode is fucking exciting. I'm back to um, being alone at the studio this week. I couldn't find a guest. So what we're going to do is... The Lazy Eye is taking shit seriously this week. And um, as you can tell from the title, uh, music for when you're chasing the cops with a dildo, this is when we fucking go off, people. This is this is the going off episode. Um, now, uh, obviously, um, a lot of shit has been happening in Greece. Um, and this episode is kind of dedicated to that. It's not going to be all just like rage punk and, uh, just like, we're gonna, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going to try and create a little narrative, a little story, if you will. Um, this is a difficult day. I came, I came to the studio and I had left a beer at the fridge. So I only bought one for this, no boundaries. And I realized that someone, uh, drank my beer yesterday at the studios and i almost got like a full panic like episode manic episode um yesterday there's like this crazy meeting in a class and i went off and had a little panic attack like it's been an intense week with everything that's been happening and today here at the lazy eye and that no boundaries we're gonna acknowledge all that we're gonna be i need to be heard um so, I mean, most of it is gonna revolve around. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I love these. Like, I need, I don't know, I need to, like, find some uh, nice, uh, like, a, a soundboard. Uh, like, I think me and Felipe, Last No Boundaries, had so much fun with the. Um, what was it called? The whip. Um, let it whip in the shower episode um and last week a lot of uh, sexual content as well with um the swedish gang so yeah thank you for tuning in thanks for um, listening to the podcast and stuff um we have now we don't exactly know when this no boundary is going to be out because uh, i normally post everything on tuesdays and record on saturdays but there is a uh, a 60% chance that this Tuesday we're going to have the first installment of the Dumb Bitch Disease podcast with Colette. Um, so we'll see. So we'll either maybe come out on Monday or Wednesday uh, or maybe Tuesday and then we're going to have the Dumb Bitch Disease podcast uh, a week later. So until, as always, uh, no boundary starts, like we need to get our footing. Um so I'm gonna, so, okay, so here's the, the story that we're gonna, let's imagine, I think, yeah, we're gonna get into what's happening. Not, not a lot. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about what's happening that much. We're gonna just go around it and have a little bit of a therapy session. So let's imagine, uh, before you know that you're gonna hit the cops with a dildo and chase them around the streets, this is more of like the, I'm starting to realize, um, that I'm a free soul and maybe I need to chase 
the police with a dildo, but the thought hasn't yet entered uh, our minds. So this is like very, it's like pre-everything. no boundaries um it's gonna be the first the first 20 minutes are gonna be rough but then i have a beer at the freezer we're gonna we're gonna slowly get into it um so that was uh soul rebel by bob marley a lot of people are dissing on mar like i don't know like i grew up listening to bob marley and i still love his music a lot and everyone's kind of like being like snobbish that it's like too easy but yeah i mean i don't know People still listen to Queen and all that stuff. Like, Bob, come on, Bob Marley. I don't know. I love him. I still love him. Um, so yeah, 
So now we're like slowly realizing uh, that maybe chasing the cops with a dildo and the dildo can, this is your choice. Um, I'm imagining like a very big purple or like pinkish dildo, but honestly, it's up to you. If you want to chase him with like a big black dildo or you want to go with a thin, uh, more like whippy dildo or... Um, it's honestly up to you. Um, so, a lot of shit has been going down in Athens. Now, um, there's this, like, very fun... I'm, I'm realizing by, like, telling stories to people here that, first of all, like, there's a big... Like, people don't get that, like, Greece has those kind of, like, issues. It's kind of, like, weird because it sounds... It always sounds like it's like, from a war 30 years ago, but no, it's, um, 2020 Athens, and also, like, the, so there's this, like, now it's kind of like a police nation, and there's this team that's called, honest to God, the Zeus team, and it's fucking cops in little, like, mopeds, like, not even, like, big bikes, little mopeds going around the city, and fucking, uh, lately, just beating the shit out of people and for some reason uh the the people have taken issue with that I, I don't get it but like we don't appreciate it very much and um yeah like shit has been going down and the media it's like i don't know what happened i i i want to say that i remember when i was a kid and they were doing the same shit they were being always a little bit like treading a bit more carefully um, and it, I think that, like, maybe the Trump era has changed a little bit of how we approach, like, accountability and reality, because, like, the same shit that, like, Trump was, like, locking kids in cages, and then, like, they would ask him a question, and he would be like, uh, I don't know, I haven't heard anything about cages, what about Hillary, or whatever, and, like, that's not, what? That's not the question, that is not the question, come on, come on. And they're kind of, like, doing the same thing, where, like, they're playing footage of, like, people, like, shooting footage of ten cops beating, like, one person, and that one person fucking yelling, and then they put, like, they overlay it with, like, they change the vocals from, like, let's go kill them to, oh my god, they're gonna kill him, referring to, like, a police officer. Like, they're doing some crazy shit, and then, like people from the government coming out and just answering other questions i like i don't i don't i don't get where we are where we're at boom where we are at it's very bizarre cuz i think also like besides the fact that we're never going to get along with them but maybe if someone came out and went you know what that was our bad uh, we're going to talk to that police officer in that kind of department and we're going to solve it from the inside None of us would really believe them, but at least there would be, like, a general consensus of what, of, like, of reality. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're asking too much. Um, fucking bananas. Um, okay. In that spirit, um, the next, uh, song is, I don't know why, but there's something about UK hip hop like I haven't I haven't gone into it at all I found a list of like a nice playlist of UK hip hop 
I like I've got this track there's something about it that has like so much like class rage I think it's that British voice I don't know like it always makes me kind of like motivated to pee in front of a public like office or something so this is uh City of Industry by Yest I don't know like J-E-H-S-T I don't know how you pronounce that. But yeah, it's a city of industry. Shrouded by cloud form, the land ravaged in the wake of this ground war. The quintessential outlaw. I have to store my tears full as a torrential downpour. The flood, your death wish written in blood. I came in from the cold clothes, dripping with mud, gripping the club. Primitive, a stick of the dump, swinging a punch, the bad seed pick of the bunch. I drink black rain, take another swig, and I'm drunk. Taste venom on the tip of my tongue, my lips cold. Spitting out toxins I couldn't dissolve or withhold I never sold my soul for fool's gold So I'm still free But too numb to feel pity Some broke down Now the still city's a ghost town Snowflakes cover the ground in white carpets Seasons of espionage as time passes The lion-hearted survival of the hardest artist My open arms embrace darkness Still craving carnage and infamy But even parasites starving this carcass of industry In the B-Boy stance, I'm in the smog all alone You can see me as cynical, trapped in my own gothic vision Encapsulating chaos in this composition Calculated like the lies of a politician Gripping a slingshot, I size up the opposition I drop a match in the clouds and watch the flames rise Fire water falling from these grey skies to painted train lines Chrome over red brick reflective like a gemstone in a cesspit Just gives belief to a skeptic The truth neglected like open wounds that turn septic Infected by the forked tongue of a liar Now my thoughts are the colour of fire And my nights spent burning the kaya Uninspired by the freak show I see ghosts dancing the trail of my weed smoke My words are folklore that survived the cold war New world order and so forth I go north, ankle deep in snowfall Leaping over dry stone walls with a holdall Steam clouds rise from my fiery breath It's the last twilight before the silence of death getting into it people getting into it i grabbed the beer from the freezer uh this is gonna pick up um so yeah we had that um initial thought i think the next track 
um, is when you like, let me see, when you start to like realize how angry you're getting and it kind of makes you feel
I wanna explode like an atomic bomb. Fuck yeah. That was uh, William... I, I don't... On... Onayabor? Uh, like a big icon of the Nigerian funk and disco scene. Um, of like the 70s and 80s. Uh, super worth looking into. Uh, like that scene kind of like inspired a lot of... Uh, I think what happened in like electronica and like disco and then like synth music uh even though most of it is accredited to white people with synthesizers there's like a, a like a big tradition when all those synths kind of came out a lot of amazing music came out of um lagos nigeria and some other places so super worth looking into uh we're back at no boundaries um this week is music for when you're chasing the cops with a dildo. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, like, this week we're just, like, wearing our silk dresses and nice pashmina to help with the tear gas and just going fucking at it. Um, so, yeah, we're gonna move into the next track, which is, I think, like... Um, like, this group had, like, a, a massive kind of influence, I guess, in two stages. I think the first stage was, like, very, like, revolution-based, and the second, I think, some, some like, something went a bit out of control and money and reality shows. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Public Enemy, and um, also, it's, uh, today, it's Flavor Flav's birthday. Um... So we're going to play Harder Than You Think uh, from Public Enemy to celebrate Flavor Flav and taking it to the fucking streets. What's the move, man? I was on my way up here to the studio, you know what I'm saying? And this brother stopped me and asked me, yo, what's up with that brother Chucky D? He sway nice. I said, yo, the brother don't sway nice. He knows he's nice, you know what I'm saying? So Chuck, I got a feeling you're turning into a public enemy, man. Now remember that line you was kicking to me on the way out to L.A. Lounge and Queens while we was in the car on the way to the shop? Well, yo, right now, kick the bass for them brothers and let them know what goes on. Acting, not bragging, lips bigger than jagger, not sagging. Sprawl it backwards, I'ma leave it at that. That ain't got nothing to do with rap. Check the facts, expose those cats. Who poses heroes, take advantage of blacks. Your government's gangsters so cut the crap. A war going on, so where y'all at? Cause great responsibility after police But who's stopping you from killing me? This ass is fiasco's a loop by P.E. If it's high instead of we believe in TV Spreading rich adventures is new thing about snitches Watch the masses move as the masses switches System distant but barely missed her My soul is just to save my brothers and sisters Get up! So 20 years later, of course it does while consciousness faded. New generations believe in them fables. Gangster boogie on two turntables. So no love, so it's easy to hate it. Desecrated while the coroner waited. 
any given Sunday, so where y'all reigning? With slave religion and them drugs infiltrated. I'm like that doll Chucky, baby. Keep coming back to live love life like I'm crazy. Keep it moving, rising to the top. Duck fresh, clean living, you don't stop. Revolution means change, don't look at me strange. So I can't repeat what other rappers be saying. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Harder than you think is a beautiful thing. Get up! That was Public Enemy um, with Harder Than You Think, Flavor Flav, and uh, shit, forgot the other member. Oh, come on. Um, Anyway, I apologize. Um, Very disrespectful. Oh, Chuck D. Okay, I got it. I got it. We're getting into it, people. I'm getting getting comfortable. This is a very difficult day. Um, So, yeah, yesterday was kind of like an interesting day. I don't know. So... Everything is popping a little bit. I mean, I'm I've been kind of like locked in the studio for I've forgotten how to talk to people. Um, we're 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 doing some interesting stuff that I hope by May and June, uh, some of it will be out. Um, basically, yesterday it's it's weird because like uh, this like I don't know how to say, it, but like our kind of like our second year. Those tradies really, like, don't know how to communicate. Um, now, I mean, I am a heterosexual in, in in some ways and in some ways not at all. But the point is, those, like, I don't know, like, we have a couple of classes and there's, like, a couple of people who kind of control our curriculum and stuff. And basically for, like, because first year we had, like, amazing, like, women and queer people. And now we can have those tradies where they don't know how to communicate and we're doing classes on Zoom, like everything, everyone's just getting more and more aggravated. And like, 
I don't know, for me also, like, not being in Greece and learning what's happening there has been a bit traumatizing. Um, I don't know what's worse. I think it's worse being there, obviously, but I don't know. It's it's weird and creepy being, like, so far away and hearing all that shit. Um, so, like, yesterday I was fucking, like, boiling with anger out of nowhere. And I, like, I, like, I had, like, a small panic attack because like the class was just fucking like I don't even want to talk about it and then like the tutor calls me out and I open the microphone on zoom after being just like I lay down on the floor so you couldn't see me in the camera and I was like okay how do I approach this without getting not expelled but like that guy I'm sure that he would fail me if I didn't do it properly. And then I just went off on like the lack of awareness that our tutors have and kind of like the zero, I don't know, like human connection and psychological support. And it's all just like, I don't want a PowerPoint presentation. This is like, it's supposed, we're supposed to be talking about art. I don't know, so I fucking went off. Which was actually really nice because I started with like a panic attack and then it ended in euphoria just because after six months of not ever saying anything, everyone just, not everyone, two or three people that the only people that talk in our classes kind of just talked as well and everyone just fucking went hard in the paint. Um, so <laughs> I don't know, today's like a weird day, but... Um, I don't know, I was, like, trying to... I I kind of remembered, like, uh, some weird stuff. Like, back when I was an athlete, when I was, like, a kid. Like, I don't know, all this kind of, like, political situation kind of reminded me that... So, I think I've told this story in a podcast that is not uh, uploaded, though. So, it doesn't matter. It's, like, the back catalog. Um, that's why the first podcast on the platforms is, like, number 12 or something. Oh, there were, there were podcasts before this. We've been doing this for, like... Almost, I don't know, a year and a half um, with very limited success. Um, but yeah, so basically, like, I think when I was, uh, I don't know, it, it's, I was 14. I was 14. Uh, and probably just, yeah, like between 13 and 14, like a fucking kid. And basically, like, for, I don't know, for people who are not from Greece, uh, we have a tradition where we just occupy the schools, like the students occupy the schools almost every fucking year. It's ridiculous because like, it's such a norm to us where it's like every, every time something might, there was always like those classic stories that they were like problematic schools that would just take advantage of uh, the occupation as a political action that which it is. And they would just didn't they didn't want to go to school, so they would just close it. And like in the list of reasons and demands, it was just like some ridiculous shit that the I don't know the baked goods are not shaped the way that the class wants them. Or some anyway, kind of like taking advantage of the whole situation. But then there were kind of like there were like occupations that had um, they were like super meaningful, and they had uh, I don't know fucking cops murdering kids and like it was some serious shit that had to be addressed and that was like one of the few ways that you could grab the state's attention i guess um 
So I remember when I was like 13 or 14, um, there was an occupation at our school, which wasn't that often. Like, it didn't happen as much as other schools. It was a bit more bougie. Uh, still a public school, like, don't get me wrong. But it had, like, a bougie element only in the bureaucracy of it. Like, not in reality. Like, it was not better or more bougie in effect. But um, uh, the paperwork was kind of, like, more, like, this school is more special. This is this is still a public school that everyone can come into, but um, it's fancy. Just because of the location, I don't know, or some weird history shit. But yeah, so what happened is at that time, um, I was very, very like angry, politically engaged, even though I was like thirteen or fourteen, because over like because I grew up in in an area where like. I was kind of like always between two or three places that were in the middle of any news video that you've ever seen of Athens, like being engorged in flames. I was 200 meters on any direction from that. So I kind of had a lot of like fucking young teenage rage. And so they occupied the school and I remember... I was, like, so motivated to be part of it and prove to, like, the 17-year-olds that I'm, like, I can fucking do this and I agree with you that I kind of, like, start, I tr- I managed to convince my mom. I don't think I ma- I didn't convince her. I think I coerced her. I think I just pushed her into a corner. And I'm, like, I'm going to be part of this occupation and I'm going to sleep some nights in the school and there's nothing you can do to stop me, which, like, in retrospect is such a terrifying thing to, like... I don't know, to think back to, like, imagine having a fucking child, a tiny, and also, like, tiny, my lazy eye was in full effect, um, wore little glasses, and I was, like, one of the shortest kids, the shortest kid in my class, so I was, like, a tiny little child, and I was, like, I'm gonna lead the occupation, no, I didn't say I'm gonna lead it, I said I'm gonna be part of it, but then what happened is the 17-year-olds, had the final exams in a couple of months. So I basically was the only kid that could actually be there. So what started happening is like the first couple of days, I think I slept like three times, to be honest, like two or three times. And I don't think it lasted more than a week anyway. But I remember like the first ca- like couple of days everyone was kind of, like, present, and then they had to, like, go and study and shit. So, like, the first day, night, I decided to to sleep over at the occupation. Uh, all the, like, 17-year-olds are like, okay, we're gonna go home and study. And I'm like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, like, I'm a 13-year-old in an occupation of a public building, which is probably punishable by a lot. I don't know how much. Um... Especially at the time, we had like uh, the same kind of party that runs the government now, which is cute. Fucking right wing cute. Right wing cute. Um, yeah, so um, so that shit happened. I mean, I, I have to apologize to my mom for this. I don't know if I've told. Yeah, but I remember like she told me she had like uh, everyone that worked in a bar around my school to, like, check in every half an hour, and then, like, when they would get off work at, like, 4 a.m. and see if, like, police are trying to get in or some shit like that. Um, 
And then I think the, I think one morning like I woke up and it was the day that the the students who like had taken the school over were supposed to have a meeting with uh, the teachers and the kind of like uh, some parents and the principal and a whole fucking like 15 people between the ages of 40 and 60 uh, educated people part of the state and what happened is I woke up and no one was fucking there except I think one person so I had to open like I had to like open the door for them because we had locks and like they were expecting like five 18 year olds to be like uh what do you want and it's like a kid was trying to open the locks and uh, we went to the main office and it's me against at least 10 50 year old like people with master's degrees and phds and i have to kind of defend our political position i think i think that is the reason why i, I abandoned like politics actively like general not, not politics as an as an idea politics as a uh party related civil um procedure jesus fucking christ yeah i mean it was fun i i fully enjoyed it uh and i i think that also like that's i think that's what i kind of developed like a good relationship with some of the teachers and the principal a lot most people hated me i mean honestly like i wish i could have a fucking tape of that because I'm, it would be the cringiest shit you've ever seen. I need to somehow find, I don't know, a backlog to the surveillance cameras and see if anything exists. That would be fucking iconic. I'll make it like the cover of my, I don't know, of some album or some shit. Um, yeah, so I have a, a tiny little history of, uh, I don't know, fucking political action resist um anyway now i'm very far away from that but um yeah so yeah back to no boundaries uh, a show with music that knows no boundaries with a host that clearly needs some i haven't said that today yet um yeah so we're gonna go back to our theme today which is uh music to play music in general for when uh, you're chasing the cops with a dildo um, we're taking it a bit more open-ended, uh, otherwise it would be a two-hour stream of Rage Against the Machine. Um, yeah, I'm giving it some leeway. Um, nice. So we're gonna we're gonna slowly up the up the voltage here, but now we're gonna like take it back to one of the the OGs, uh, Gil Scott Heron, with one of the classics. I mean, this is like an obvious one. But I love Gil so much, and I thought this would be um, a fun play. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to 
eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary, the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the Schaefer Award Theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on report from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on a rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still lights of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Woman Liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Keyes, nor sung by Glenn Campbell. Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or the rare earth, the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. An absolute uh, classic. And, okay, now we've done like a little bit of uh, setting the scene. I think, so, okay, now we're getting into the shit. So let's imagine that a police officer from Team Zeus, which is so much fun to say in English, uh, Team Zeus comes with his little moped and asks you, like, why are you wearing those clothes? Are you, like, are you gay? And then, like, show me your ID. Or, like, he starts harassing you. And you go, uh, can you wait a second, sir, so I can get my Bluetooth speaker out and blast this. <laughs> Ice cream. 
you say that to the Zeus team cop and for some reason he doesn't like it that much um, and now all of a sudden um, he's arresting you and you're trying to put it together like why are the people that are supposed to be like protecting me why is it so traditional for everyone to be an asshole and just instead like have no critical thinking whatsoever so as you're trying to put that in your head this is what is playing in your head Τώρα, μαλλιά ξεριζωμένα, απάνω από τα αυτιά, τα υπόλοιπα αγκάθινα στεφάνια, δαγκωμένα τόστ στα χέρια, νοπά από μετάληψη, ωφέλιμη στην πέψη, αδιαμαρτύρητες γλώσσες χωρίς γεύση, ομοιόμορφες αδιάβροχες φωνές, σε ποτ πουρί, εκατομμυρίων χιτ, πάνω στο ίδιο μπιτ. Αποστεωμένα πόδια σε αγώνα στάσεις Σε βιτρίνα αθλητική Εκεί κάθε πρωί, κάθε πρωί, κάθε πρωί Δύο παραπέντε τις μικρές εβδομάδες Τρεις παραπέντε τα μικρά Σάββατα Ανήπαντρες μαμάδες Άγνωστοι αεροσυνοδίες Με βλέμμα καρφωμένο σε άγνωστη οροφή Ή καρφωμένη μοτοσυκλέτα Σε κουμπί εντολή ολοκληρωτικού πολέμου Μέσα σε έγχρωμα κατράν Μέσα μας στα γρήγορα Στα όρθια φτηνά ρεστοράν Η μασέλα ακριβίας διαμελίζει κάτι σημαντικό από μας Μια άσκηση φυσικής άλλη Και εμείς Πίσω από ένα παραβάνο, πάνω σε ένα πλακάτι, ιδιοφύης, παράλυτη, άγρια κληρονομιά της κυβωτού του Αραράτ, θεέ μας υπολογιστή, εννοούμε να σε περιμένουμε για τη λειτουργία. Σε τροχιά οριστική, διαστρική, έστω και ασύλληπτη.
That was, of course, uh, Greek mummy, mother, Lena Platonos. Um, true fucking icon, and also kind of Berlin uh, famous. Like, I think she might even be bigger in Berlin than she is in Athens. Might be an exaggeration, but I mean, like, I don't know. Every time you tell someone you're Greek, they go, oh, Lena Platonos. If, um, if you're, like, in a bar or club in Berlin, which is super fun. Um... That was Mia Askis Fisikis Aliti, which in English means uh, an exercise of physics unsolved. Um, that's why I kind of like put it for like, oh, you're thinking, why? Why did the cop do that to me? Um, so now you're slowly getting like angry with zero understanding, and you're like, okay, I see. Like, to me, it's very clear that I have to chase a cop with a dildo. How? Do I motivate my peers to also purchase a dildo and also come with me and chase them with their dildos? So you need like to motivate them and the next two tracks in a row uh, are just designed for that. It's like you're trying to get everyone on the same page. You're flipping the brochures of dildo after dildo, trying to find the ideal one so you can hit but also insert if needed.
And we can't live if we're too afraid to die. 